0: welcome to go home heat a sports entertainment podcast we are going to be talking raw smackdown with justin who called in due to the continuous saturday morning thunderstorms hey we just had some form of a uh i mean literally right before i called you some form of a generator or something exploded outside my window that's not good don't smell fire yet um so looking good, still got power. We'll see how that goes.
1: <laughs> I hope that was just like a transformer
0: blue? Yeah, it went kaboom right outside Ooh. my door. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but it was a it was an earth-shattering kaboom. It was something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But marsh like I said
1: in no, your yard.
0: Like I said, no no no, no smoke yet. No fire, so maybe we're okay. Power's on, so that's good. Good sign. Hey, we're,
1: we're living the dream now.
0: Yeah. What well, you got? On the end of a lightning bolt, as Dusty would once say.
1: Oh, man. Great great call. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Stop me if you've heard this before. Drew McIntyre is alone in the ring as we start Raw. Wearing a kilt what? and nothing else. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's how we're starting Raw, buddy. I think
1: that Vince McMahon has a deal with Harlequin romances, but like, he's just like Loves to see Scottish men with no shirt on and kilts like standing around.
0: Piggybacking on that, I can attest uh, to that. <laughs> Remember that dude?
1: Oh, man. Dude, did you just do that? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. There's another of the names that cannot be mentioned.
0: My, my bad. Can't
1: bring up Tess.
0: My bad, Gus. It's too soon,
1: man. It's too uh, soon. Uh, soon. Wait, is
0: it? I, I, I don't know. Okay, MVP interrupts and gets a little bit better. Um, Moose, and, Moose and Mr. T-Bar jumping from behind. And then they they give him their uh, Austin 316 Sabretooth Tiger. I like that. <laughs> anyway, Drew, stop me. Uh, demands two-on-one match later. Have you, you heard him do that one yet? What? Yes. Dude,
1: this is all original. I, I, you know how I usually not law for being derivative and redoing and re, redoing matches and redoing promos and redoing the same stuff over and over again? But now we're getting some original programming here.
0: Well, what's funny is, it's funny you say that because when when I saw that, I was like, what on earth? And then I saw, I think, Dave, Dave LaGreca from Busted Open Radio tweeted something out like, is this just a rerun of last week? But then they do kind of wind up. That gets played with. They play with that that concept as the as the show goes on a little bit. A uh, Viking Raiders versus Benjamin and Alexander. You heard of that before? Hey, right? Wait a
1: minute, Kevin. Mm-hmm. There's another original match. I didn't definitely didn't see that last
0: week. Correct. The Viking experience go over with the the Viking Raider The Viking Raider the Raider Viking experience. They go over with the Viking experience move. Have you ever been? Have you ever been experienced?
1: Oh man, dude, <laughs> hendrix loving Vikings are my favorite kind of Viking. But uh,
0: right, right.
1: This match served. If you look at this match in like a, a, a vacuum,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was a pretty good match. I enjoyed it. It's fun. Yeah, but if you look outside the match at what it means for everybody involved, it literally served no purpose for anybody except to weaken them you have the Viking Raiders who just came back, who should be dominating people. Instead, they spent most of the match getting beat on, just Mm -hmm. about. It was definitely not a a, a dominating win. Yeah. Her business looks strong, Mm -hmm. but her business also loses two times in a row to the same team. They used to be the tech, so they look weaker. The Viking Raiders look weaker. You could have had both these guys wrestle somebody different this week if you had—I don't know—more than two tag teams at a time. Uh, it it
0: just—it's just—I
1: don't see what purpose this match served at all.
0: Randy Orton promises the fiend is gone forever. So now I got his. Now I got this feeling. He only cares about the title. <laughs> Riddle scooters by him, and I, I think one of the main premises we're telling lately is that people get irritated with Riddle quickly, unless you're New Day, who seem to play nice with him. It yes. um we get it we get Randy basically says, I don't know who that guy is, but I'm gonna beat him up to the boss guy and we wind up having a match here. Um Charlotte is in, doing another in ring promo. Where she talks about how fake the locker room is, and Oscar walks out, and she's gonna uh, about to say something, and Rio Ripley walks out. This was a uh, just uh, uh, kind of the same thing we got last week, right? Again, but we're gonna get the match. There's the payoff at some point. We think. Um, and then we get the Riddle match. Outstanding match. Riddle, Orton. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite parts. Correct. And, well, dude, say what you want about Riddle. Once you ring the bell, he's good to go. Dude, he's, one of the, he, he's amazing in the ring. Absolutely. And every week he gives us more and more reasons to realize that there's a reason why, even though they can't. And I'm not going to totally put the blame on them but it's hard to find something for him outside of the ring right now.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Because the barefoot guy that kind of presents himself, and he's always presented himself as happy-go-lucky in a sphere where he's an, it's kind of a weird character to push Mm -hmm. over. And I get where it's confusing to them. Maybe they shouldn't push him so hard backstage until he finds his own thing. You know what I mean? Uh, uh-huh. Because I, I think it'd be okay for him just to be a guy that walks out there and fights.
1: I don't think I can hurt him.
0: But he gets I don't his... I
1: think I can hurt him all.
0: He gets his butt whooped for the most of this thing. Hangs tough. It's a couple of Which segments. Which probably
1: what should have happened.
0: Yeah, but then he goes over. And I was yeah. stunned. He hits a crucifix on the guy on Orton. And I was more stunned than Orton was about it. And I thought, wow, that's a great win for him. Does it doesn't hurt Orton can't be hurt in wrestling yeah. matches. He he can lose to Hornswoggle. It doesn't matter. He's got a career. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I just really loved this little segment of the show because it was something I wasn't looking for.
1: Yeah, it was new. It was fresh. It was something I hadn't seen before. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Old Shamo and Pierce are talking backstage, and Pierce wants Sheamus to do open open challenges for his titles, and Sheamus thinks that is something for Stooges. He, <laughs> he's like, bro, I, Sheamus. I didn't beat up everybody on this show, so you can <laughs> yeah. come out here and put my title at risk. But he did say he'd be willing to do open challenges just not for the title.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: got to beat me twice if you want my belt, which I think if more you're
1: doing open challenges. I, I don't think that's all that unfair.
0: Huh?
1: I said, if I think, I think if you're doing open challenges, that's not all that unfair of a step.
0: Right. Because you know? in theory, if it, if it was a legitimate fight sport, then you wouldn't get to train for whoever walks out there. Uh uh-uh. uh. yeah. So basically the match you have, is a televised uh, way of of you being able to scout the other opponent.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. I I love it, actually, to be totally honest with you. Uh, Women's tag team action. Shayna, Naya, actually, Naomi, Lana. They're doing well. Shayna flips the script. Uh... Dana and Mandy come out. Uh, bully footage. What is going on? Uh, Naya chases him down. Shayna eats a face buster. One, two, three. Dude, <clears throat> they booked. And I don't want to get too negative here, but they booked. Uh, just, how do you not? Naya and Shayna Baszler so well for like a year, or it felt like a year. And they and they lose every every match now as champions, and still get presented as killers. Uh, Baszler can't kick out of anything. You know what? Nobody in this company can get out of a roll up.
1: No. None of these, you know, NCAA wrestlers, MMA fighters, you know, multi-year professionals can beat a roll up. It's such a cheap throwaway. I got nothing better in my head. In this moment, then, you know it's what happens when you have to write crap fast all the time because you're rewriting stuff, and so you have to. And a lot of this stuff is that because you have to reuse stuff because you don't have time to be creative. You have to put something together.
0: Well, well, the other thing is, if you don't like, there's they 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 settle into a. I don't want this person to lose their steam, in the way the way they've decided you don't lose your steam, is to lose in a roll-up. Whereas, to some degree, if people keep getting fooled by, it's not like, remember, obviously you've seen Steamboat Savage, right? Savage loses, oh, Savage loses in a roll-up. Steamboat tried those things seven, eight times in that match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They beat the snot out of each other. They're both really tired. Oh, he leans in a little bit too much. Boom, I got him in a small package. It uh, kicks out, you know, and then eventually he's hurt and tired and he kicks out on four and it makes sense and it's okay. Right. But well, just in, every single time you get, it, go ahead.
1: No, I, I agree with you. I was just going to say, you know, everybody's driving off of that though. And they're missing the point, like you, the point you just made, which was all that was in the service of storytelling.
0: Right. Through the match. Right. But instead of storytelling outside of the match is what it usually is, where I'm distracted somehow. And this turned yeah. it, at least they did a little different with Shayna here and let her eat a double face buster to at least have you know, so she doesn't completely look like a buffoon. But of course she's furious with Naya, who
1: can't bel- who just walked off because somebody played a mean video about her.
0: Right. Correct. We the 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 outside storytelling of this is so wonk because you have Nia who last week um could it you know couldn't stand up straight or something you know what I mean and walks away from a match because she's stumbling around and gets embarrassed and then this week walks away from a no 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 last week uh, Mandy and Dana sprinted away from her because they pissed her off in a fight sport well, and it, and their whole purpose was to the, piss her off.
1: Yeah, and I don't like Nia as, as a wrestler. I'm not made no secrets about that. I think she's dangerous. You know, she's she has a, she's managed to go a little while without hurting anybody. But uh, okay, I, I need some a year or two without you crippling anybody. But uh, but uh, that the way they they kind of rag on her sometimes is is it ain't it, it's not cool, you know and the way they took the joke off Dana Brooke because you can't make fun of her and put it on Nia right but Dana's I mean uh, on uh, Mandy Rose right Mandy Rose who fell down actually
0: well the other thing is too
1: I bet Titus O'Neil sitting in the back going hey man why didn't y'all do that for me
0: right well the other thing is too why on earth would would a person who was supposedly you know the, the, the thing of this is people have been bullying Mandy and and she did it back, okay, that's fine. One week's fine though, right? We're gonna do this every week. Make it it just it just baffles me. But moving on to some stuff that I didn't mind. The uh they show footage of Bad Bunny here and uh Bad Bunny winds up putting over the whole company and Priest of course puts over uh gets put over by Bad Bunny too in a little film talk, which was cool. Ms. Morse Ms. Ms Miz and Mrs celebration right here. Damien Priest winds up coming out, and he uh, tells Ms he needs to find his cojones, which I, I love. Anytime I get a cojones reference, I'm all in. I like cojones. Mhm. Yeah, they're they're wonderful. I, I enjoy mine. Maurice, uh I don't mean that like that. That's not. Don't make it weird, guys. Maurice winds up volunteering to miss for a match, which he doesn't necessarily seem happy with, and then champagne in the face to Pierce, and they run away. New Day talked to Riddle. Dude, the best part of the show, right, was when Xavier Woods says, congratulations to you in your win over Orton. I hate that guy. <laughs> Never let go of it. Never. If, if, ever. Ever. If you don't know in the wrestling world, it's supposedly and I don't, I don't I've never heard Orton deny it and I I've, I've heard everybody else talk about it. Uh when Kofi w- was Jamaican Kofi and he loses a feud with uh and he, and he enters a feud with Orton when the feud's over, Orton supposedly told the hierarchy that you couldn't make money with Kofi and he wasn't a main event player, that type of thing. And so it's it, like one move. Yeah. Yeah. So, that I loved. Absolutely loved it. Alright, so then we get into Elias versus The New Day. And Kofi playing a, a bass guitar on the way out, I thought was great. Woods winds up being... Elias winds up wrestling Kofi, actually. Woods is on the outside the whole time. He does do a little bit of a Stone Cold... Steve Austin theme song, and Kofi does like a Thez press and then and, and, uh, uh, stomps a mud hole, dr- walks it dry type thing, which I mm-hmm. thought was good. This was a really good match, and Elias winds up winning fairly cleanly, drops an elbow on our boy. I was kind of uh, stunned at that. Huh? I was surprised a little bit, but kind of
1: pleased. Lias is a great wrestler. Uh, I hate seeing him get stuck doing crap with Shame it man.
0: They they have Elias on the double J career arc. But there's oh but they're skipping
1: dude, But don't don't you dare wish that on him.
0: But the thing is, dude, they're skipping the part where Double J wound up in matches that he got to wrestle good in. Or yes. as, you know, let's say I know I know you're not a fan of him, but let's just say if you consider him, I mean, he at least had a, he had an opportunity to go out there and, and work. You know, whereas Elias never has matches like that where he can go work, and he is a good worker, and he's a big, strong guy, and his elbow does kind of have that macho man feel to it because he's kind of actually more of a bone saw feel, just due yeah. to, just due to yeah. his look, you know, which if he were to if he were to just If he were to get up there and say something to the effect of you're going nowhere freak. Yeah. I mean instant baby face, right?
1: Oh dude, dude, I'd mark out for him. Yes. Every time. Yes. He's Uh, he's probably one of my like, he's probably my favorite guitar playing stick. (laughs) (laughs) Like guy.
0: High praise. High praise.
1: Some of the guys who've done that gimmick, it's probably my favorite.
0: You like him better than Honky Tonk?
1: I was never a huge Honky Tonk
0: fan. Me neither. Me neither. I think that's. I think that's. Uh, I think that was part of the reason. I think Honky Tonk wanted you to not like him, which was he was good at it. But by the same token, I never thought he wasn't bad. You know? No. He wasn't bad, but. Another problem he had, though, was he was, I think, a, a, a long time ago. But I think that he was kind of supplanting Macho as Macho moves up to be a the, in the heavyweight title picture. And when you're on the heels of greatness, it's hard to be seen as great.
1: It's hard to follow the who, and it's hard to follow Hendrix,
0: man. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. Alexis Playground, or, or Poppy. Yes. Just in case Hunter's listening.
1: <laughs> yes. Triple H. Triple H is not going to like you if you follow Poppy.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's your Metallica. Metallica. Alexa's Playground. Uh, Lily has an origin story, and we get it here. Uh, it looks as if we are correct in that Alexa is now a singles wrestler and is about to run roughshod over the division to some degree. Looks like they broke them up so they could have some form of supernatural crazy in both divisions. Do you are you excited for a, a a Alexa Bliss, fiend style or playground style character in the division, and or how should she wrestle her matches? Should she should she no sell as she has done prior to this? I
1: like the the way she's done her her fiend inspired matches Mm -hmm. as far as going from the you know switching from character to character you know i don't like the supernatural junk she did with randy but that was just that was gimmick that was just flash Mm -hmm. so uh but i've liked when she's wrestled i've liked it
0: yeah me too I like
1: the switch she can turn and change her whole body language and her presentation I think that's really, that's a cool little thing. I don't know. I think the, I don't know. Do I like this? That, that Alexa's going to get a chance, hopefully, and a run? Yes. Do I like the way this whole storyline has been presented with the Randy Orton? It, it, no, I don't, I don't. But this part, this part, I'm going to, I love it for Alexa. And I think she can do a lot of cool stuff with it if they don't overdo it, you know,
0: if they don't overdo it. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which. I said that and I sat there and I was like, yeah. Speaking of which, Nia is backstage. Oh, Lord. And Baszler chews her out and Garza strolls up and wants to know what Nia sees in Reginald. Forget the wrestling. Give me Nia Jack's dating show in my wrestling program.
1: What is this deal?
0: They're doing here. Why, why, uh, uh, why is. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Garza being back on TV. Garza is sitting there going, God, why
1: couldn't I have been future endeavored?
0: <laughs> well, hopefully, this will get him somehow into a match. And then hopefully, from there, we can see him wrestle more and more. It is frustrating. He don't.
1: Keep
0: your crazy talk to yourself. <laughs> okay. Speaking um, of crazy talk, Mason T Bar versus Drew for a bit. Braun winds up coming out, and uh, why? Huh? Why? Well, that there's a good question there. Um, Drew didn't want him out there, and Braun has stated that he wants to take Drew out at some point. I don't know of Braun having any heat with Mason T Bar.
1: Or Bobby
0: Lashley. Right. But, now, again, I'm not, I I didn't understand that at all, just like you did right there. Like, I I totally, when he walked out, I said, what? We're
1: going to get the, yeah. Now, we're new friends.
0: But, flip side of that, T-Bar and Mace wrestled really well here.
1: Oh, yeah. That part, I enjoyed.
0: And they looked like a tag team. And Drew winds up getting DQ'd when he rips one of the guy's masks off and starts beating him about the head with it. And that allows a scenario in which both guys get their masks taken off of them. And so I'm hoping what this means is we don't get Mace and T-Bar. We we can keep Mace, but let, let's get Dijakovic. Oh,
1: dude, I just have a epiphany. A yes. Because you know what Mason T. Barr kind of remind me of now when they, they, they get, the lose the mask, get, get put out of, you know, they're not in retribution anymore. What's that? It kind of remind me of an, of the acolytes when they left them, what got the Ministry of Darkness broke up, you know, they're just sitting around with nothing to do. So and now th- what kind of, what, what are we going to do next? Maybe they're going to be like, Mercenaries.
0: Well, to your credit. And
1: here's another thing you could come do. Mercedes Martinez is down in NXT doing that same bit. Bring her up and have her be like their mouthpiece. And then her like taking money to beat up girls in the women's division and them taking money to like take people out in the men's division.
0: That's really high level fantasy booking right there. And I like it, but we could get some form of that on both shows if you wanted and to your credit the Hurt Business did seem to go out and hire these two guys now I would guess what we're really gonna get is these two guys in suits next week
1: would, yeah,
0: I'm fine with that yeah I'm fine with them picking them up and you know yeah doing a... dude those two those two guys in suits coming out with uh they did they just gotta let MVP, MVP pick their suits. Talker. Oh,
1: yeah. And do the talk.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Priest uh attacks the Miz, pre bell, then we get the then we get the thing. a uh, little surprise here. This was a very good matchup. Damien's little hulk up segments, I really like. Maurice tries to do the same thing as last week, and we get the kick out on it on the he kicked out with his feet on the ropes too I think if I, my memory serves me correctly there yeah. which is cool and so we did have somebody not get fooled two weeks in a row by the same move uh, he hits the bell ring I think they called that where he claps his hands around his ears yeah. and then clap. he then he does the he hit the lights and don't you think they should start calling the bell the bell clap the for whom the bell tolls
1: yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, he should, all his moves should have like a metal and rock theme
0: to them. Even, even more, just Metallica. If you're gonna do Hit the yeah. Lights, do you know For Whom the Bell Tolls right behind that, you know. Seeking
1: a submission hole called Creeping Death.
0: Yeah, Seek and Destroy. Have a move called Seek and Destroy. D- dive in, dive in. Uh, Dude, put him in a sleeper. Light put him in a sleeper. Inner Sandman. Yeah yes we're on to something listen up Seamus didn't get gold by being nice so here's the open challenge sort of and Alberto Carrillo comes out and uh, oh
1: man yeah he had been backstage both cousins tonight
0: <laughs> he's been backstage for a year to come out here and get murked right <laughs> like thanks I'm back on TV <laughs> I mean, for for like 190 seconds of just getting beat the snot out of him, and it's over, which is fine. I mean, you know, Carrillo really hasn't been booked in a way where it would have made sense for him to come out there and have a competitive match right there, and and Sheamus jumped him kind of.
1: Kevin, when has logical consistency ever stopped them from doing anything?
0: Right, but it works. If they wanted
1: him to have a, a match that was halfway competitive, they could have, or at least... Gave him 30 seconds, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe three whole minutes, maybe. Yeah. Just to do something cool with Sheamus before he gets thrown 80 feet, you know?
0: Okay. Asuka, we're going to get on to the main event and then move on from this wonderful episode. Asuka versus Flair have a great matchup until Flair is going for the win in the figure eight. And Rhea stops that and yanks one of the arms. Oscar winds up getting a flash win. Rhea yell, looks at Charlotte and says, "I'm in your head." How'd you win, Kevin? Laughing, huh? How'd you win? Roll up, maybe. Roll up. Yes.
1: Charlotte Flair can't even beat the roll up, Kevin. It's the most deadly move in wrestling. Why does not everybody finish people with the roll up?
0: 192 time. Women's division champion, Charlotte Flair. (laughs) And she can't get out of a roll-up. And and the funny thing was, too, Oscar didn't use the ropes, the tights, nothing. Nothing. You know? At least when you got Charlotte's dad on these moves, you pulled his tights to the point where you could see his butt crack. Yeah. You know? I'm not advocating for seeing Charlotte's, by the way. That wasn't it. No. I'm just... I'm just remembering fondly how often I got to see Ric Flair's butt crack over the years when he wrestled. <laughs> he was Have like that. Remember the suntan posters? Remember the suntan yeah. posters? That was literally yeah. Ric Flair every episode for years. Yep. <laughs> With the dogs got the pants. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so then Charlotte just totally dismantles the referee and gets suspended. To which, to which Charlotte promptly put a picture of herself in Miami a day later and said, "Oh my good, in Andrade's arms, what will I do through the suspension?"
1: Yeah, that was nice.
0: All you could see was blue sea. You know what I mean? It's Uh like, oh yeah, yeah. What I do with myself? Yeah. So, what did you think about Uh, that? That
1: was not bad. It was, you know, I heard she needed
0: dental work or
1: something like that. So we had to write her off for a
0: little while. Charlotte actually told Meltzer that that was a crock of crap. Dude, Meltzer went on air and I, I, I'm going to be paraphrasing and I don't know for sure if what she meant by crock of crap, that what Meltzer, I, I believe what Meltzer said was she's basically getting everything done. You know, she's changing her whole look. And I think that was the, like, maybe if she is getting dental work, it's not cosmetic. It's like something, you know, she gets hit in the face a lot, that kind of thing.
1: Uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, dude, you've probably got, right. there's no way you don't have damage that might, you know, you might've been living with for a while.
0: All right. And and what, what Meltzer said though in a way was, she's getting everything redone. As in like, it, it felt. Charlotte took it as, and and people started packing on after Meltzer said that to like, well you know she, she her face doesn't look the same anymore. Her body doesn't look the same anymore. Her her you know and it was like, dude, what on earth? And then she just was like, bro, she she blasted Meltzer because she was like, why do you just make things up on your radio show that you know nothing about. Mm-hmm. You, you literally are perceiving something because you see all it looks like to me with Charlotte right now. And I'm not saying like, I don't know how much work she's had done prior to that. We all know the thing where she had to have one of her implants replaced because it got ruptured or something. Right. uh that is what happened. I believe. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Okay. And she's, well, she was open about it. It wasn't a big
0: deal. Right. It looks to me like she's changed her diet. It's not like it, it, and I'm not I'm not saying she she looked a little bit uh bigger and stronger a while back. Still looked great. Still looks great well, right now. Like, it just looks to me like hey, if you don't want to pull up, if you don't want to run the risk of pulling muscles, you stretch more and you do more cardio. You know what I mean?
1: exactly and nobody sat there and said cesaro man that dude got some work done because he's changed his body style he, he walked, has he slimmed down he's gotten way trimmer
0: he has uh,
1: nobody says braun stroman that dude man that dude got some work done no he, he wouldn't change his diet changed how he worked out changed what he was working out for
0: right you know right but women are completely evaluated differently and it's and it's so not fair it's Bunch of crap, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it just it drives me crazy. But and I get where Charlotte was coming from on that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know what I mean. And the fact is, she does have a significant. I figured she was going to have a root canal or something, because yeah, man, if she doesn't have a cracked tooth
1: or something, it's a miracle.
0: Right, but it, it, she may not even need dental work. Who knows? Let's say. Yeah, that could have been obvious. Right, she supposedly is film has been filming a pilot for this Walking Tall TV show. She also has a significant other who's around the house right now for a couple of months. She got money in her pocket, you know. Take mm-hmm. some time. I heard this. Yeah. I heard this crazy rumor that there is that there is a wrestling show coming up. I want to say it's in the AAA realm. I don't know exactly who is doing it, and that that will wind up being Andrade's first thing out and he won't necessarily be and this is complete rumor but that doesn't mean he will be in AAA or aew or impact or new japan but that'll be the first time we see him post all this which if you're going to do a show uh andrade being your uh niche niche superstar would be a good way to start you know Cause, well,
1: yeah. Because there's a whole rest and, of the world. Especially dude. if it's in Latin America, because he is. That dude, man, that dude founded Los Indovinables. You know, one of the most over factions in the world. In the world. Those of you don't know, go look it up. They're awesome, dude. Yeah. The Japanese branch is one of the coolest factions in the whole rifle
0: They're even cooler and, in Ring Honor
1: yeah and this dude is the guy that's like man how do you that's like that guy you had that guy and Finn Balor yeah and they they almost blew it with Finn Balor he he's fighting his way back, you know like a champ because he's one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet, but you lost this guy I don't I just don't get them
0: yeah this dude. But I do get SmackDown. SmackDown I starts out. Oh,
1: thank God something good happened.
0: Dude, the first forty minutes of SmackDown, Cesaro's in the ring. Uh Seth looks like he's ready to wrestle. He comes out. They go back and forth. And uh I gave you the night of your life. I, I you know, I took you to the promised land. Where is my thanks? You could never beat me again. Uh Jay Uso comes out and says, you know the He's he's so like Roman, pro Roman, and gung ho on that. It's so crazy because he goes into that a little bit here, and then Seth kind of says, "Hey man, let's do a quick little," and says, "I'll I'll get him from this side, you get him from that side," and Jay's like, "I'll ride I'll ride with you on this," and they kind of start to s- surround the ring, and Daniel Bryan comes out. And Daniel just slays the next couple of mic segments, including the one post match.
1: Oh, dude, all over the place. Dude, kills it.
0: And so, as Seth is ready to leave, and Daniel is calling out Roman because he thinks that Roman's going to, uh, he that Roman would never fight his own battle, or that Roman would get his friends, Seth being an old friend, Jay being a, a relative, and jump them three on two. And he's like, if I'm going to fight anybody three on two, I, I want to do it with Cesaro. Roman does come out. Roman commonly Roman yeah,
1: spends the whole night putting Cesaro over. Verbally. Over and over and over and over again.
0: So, well, to the point where I almost thought if Daniel does want to go away, sticking around and being Cesaro's manager would be great. Yeah. He could wrestle matches every now and then. And just kill it on a stick. But, of course, a guy that talented, if he wants to go away, probably coming to work every week and talking for 20 minutes ain't, really go ain't really taking time off but it just he'd be so good at it because he was so good doing it now roman kills it and and is like you guys really don't deserve me at all and he does the whole he points to his new shirt says i told you what i was going to do and of course mentions that daniel bryan is not only a catchphrase now uh stack what was it stack them smash
1: them stack them
0: Yes, pin him, I don't know. smash him, stack him, and pin him. But, but then he's and then he also points to the picture of Daniel being on the bottom. And when he said, when he said, "You're you're on the bottom right here," that means you're a. I was like, "Uh oh!" And he goes, <laughs> he goes, "Loser." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, good." Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, good, about to mess up. <laughs> <laughs> Right, and then he then he says, you know, at least Cesaro's a Vegas loser. Like he's just had bad luck. You're you're a legit you know, loser. And then he says, and you got two guys that really want to beat y'all up. Good luck with that. And he walks away. Like they're just not even a big enough deal. Interesting aspect of it too, is he doesn't acknowledge Seth.
1: No. And Seth, when Roman walks off, you look on his face.
0: Like, like you just sending me to go do your bidding.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Is that where I am right now? And that plays into what happens later because then we get this banger match. and, Dude, Seth is not playing right now when he's in the ring. You know, he does good. And he, although It
1: was like a 30-minute match almost.
0: It was. And then, of course, Jay's fantastic. Daniel's one of the great work. You had four really great, great wrestlers right here. And I was... The announcers were talking about how surprised they were that Jay and Seth wrestled well together. And I thought, well, I mean... Have you ever seen Seth Rollins in a bad tag team match?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I can mm-hmm. tell you, Jay Uso's tag team's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, you know, the Usos together are gonna be in the Hall of Fame as a tag team. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and 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 Daniel and Cesaro work together frequently anyway, and they also are both just as good of wrestlers as the guy across the way, if not if not better. And mm-hmm. So it was great until the point in which Seth gets frustrated. Um, Jay saves him when he's about to be out. He's in a sharpshooter. Jay saves him with a kick. And instead of repaying the favor, Seth says, I don't need this. I'm Seth Rollins. And he walks out of there, which should be, it's a coward move. It's a good move for the character because the character runs between, I have the advantage, I'm, I'm a hero, to I'm a coward. and yeah, also am yeah, not
1: running flunky either.
0: I'm exactly. That's where people are going to miss the boat on that. I'm not Roman's flunky. When when we were winning, this was cool. Now that I'm hurting a little bit, I'm not sticking around for just to be Roman's hero. Right. And so Mm -hmm. then Jay, of course, winds up losing. And then they spin Jay for, you know, 20 times or whatever, lay him down. Daniel city, the optics of Daniel sitting on the corner, running Roman down verbally, because Roman won't defend his cousin, even though he's a family man. And Cesaro picking up Jay periodically and just swinging him around in a circle were so good. Yeah,
1: It was I l- excellent. Got- i like to, when the match was immediately over and Daniel Bryant grabbed the mic, it was almost a Warriors moment when he was like,
0: Roman. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: I was like, Warriors. Come
0: out and play, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I thought. I mean, we get because you know you come back from the commercial, so we get to the forty-five minute mark on this two-hour show, and I get that only a handful of guys were on it, but there was it was wonderful.
1: If you like, if you don't like, you know, if you don't like wrestling, don't watch that. But that was great wrestling. If your complaint is that they don't, WWE doesn't put enough good wrestling on the product, that that is great storytelling on top of it.
0: That was good. That was real good. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't have any problem with it. Right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, you just mentioned off air, Michael Cole and Pat McAfee were great, and Michael Cole well, well, is allowed. I didn't
1: say that. I said, my, I said Pat McAfee was great.
0: But let me say this: Michael Cole, for the veteran who's supposed to be the leadership, working with a new guy, is not interfering. With McAfee no, when die. he's rolling, and he's a and, and it's always funny too to me when people because I've heard uh, many people that don't like the WWE. You know, even Mox's wife, uh, Renee. I, I can't say her last name. I'm not trying to. She it starts with a P, like her real name. Oh. You know what I mean. And I just don't want to butcher it. So I'm not. That's I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect her by saying Moxley's it, Renee. Everybody knows who Renee is. Um, mm-hmm. she said, people don't get how good Michael Cole is at his job because she tried to do it, you know, and it was hard and, and because he's got people in his ear the whole time he's talking. But one thing he was able to do here is he didn't, he let McAfee do his thing. And then when McAfee would run him down, it, that was good too. Right. And I always kind of find oh, it yeah. funny when people talk like that to Michael Cole, cause that dude was like a war correspondent you know mm-hmm. <laughs> prior to all of this like he was like like worked in war zones and they act like that dude doesn't have guts you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> you know what i mean okay what did
1: you know Michael Cole? i don't know I got don't know. shot at a bunch of times <laughs> yeah.
0: just so you you people could hear the news jeez mm-hmm. okay going back to this stuff though because we're going to get into something that's really important next uh well A couple segments first. Sonya Sonya and Pierce are backstage, and Apollo and Aziz come in, and they say, you know... Hey, hey,
1: Commander Aziz.
0: Commander Aziz, correct. And I I liked Apollo's little run here, but he gets wound up told that he's going to wrestle Kevin Owens, and he does not seem happy about that at all. Uh, Then we get Jay Uso backstage, and he still basically says, I ain't worried about Seth. Funny, he didn't seem to care... That Seth, I mean he didn't like it but he didn't care too much that Seth left him stranded but one thing he did care about boy is he said, you know you're going to get what's coming to you th- from Roman Reigns and it's just like dude, that guy is so like besides character, dude. B- besides Triple H and Poppy, I don't know of a loyalty in the company like what Jay has for,
1: Roman, for man. Roman he sells it doesn't he, he does it. I, I, Jay has been a revelation during this
0: whole thing, right, right, loyalty, just down for whatever. Nia versus Tamina. Speaking of whatever, Naya. oh my god, <laughs> bro, this had like a couple of minutes where I was like, not even couple. thirty seconds in, I was it's like, cause you can't
1: say because the whole match was was three minutes, maybe.
0: Yeah, but 30, 30, 20 seconds, thirty seconds in, I was like, man, they're they're pretty strong. They're they're, they're you know, this could be kind of. And then it just turned into a mess, flailing uh flopping around it was like it was like they'd said look don't worry about it. it's going to be a weird inning so just go out there and beat each other up a little bit and they just they they couldn't find their footing like what they would do would knock each other off balance and i was really worried about somebody getting hurt you know yeah and um uh, either one of them but they're both big yeah. they're both big strong people though so they they were able to to uh they were okay, kind of, you know, but it, it's also neither one of them is used to trying to sell a, a person their own size hitting them. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird for them, I think, but it, it was a, just a mess. They really, if they're going to do this again, they need to kind of talk it through better. <laughs> they
1: need to walk, yeah. <laughs> Those are not two people you can send out there and just say, you know, wing it. That's not... Like Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens. I'll just go out there and give me three minutes of something. Yeah, I don't and, and you'll get I
0: don't know what the, you know, or uh,
1: Natalia
0: and you
1: know anybody. Sasha Banks. Go out there. Give me give me three minutes of something.
0: Yeah. And so we wind up with um but now it did look like they were mad at each other and trying to hurt each other, you know. I mean I, I get that part and uh <laughs> and we do get some kind of weird ending again where um, Reginald and Shayna get mad at each other, and she pay and Nia pays attention to that, and then she winds up losing.
1: What did she lose to Kevin? Hey,
0: could it have been a roll up? What? Right, and I'm not even sure. Like, at least there was a kick in the face first before the roll up. Well, and two those, uh, Tamina wasn't able to like really get centered in the roll up. So Nia had to kind of like struggle to keep her shoulders down. <laughs> yeah,
1: good work on her. Part.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was so crazy. Oh boy! All right, moving oh, on to just
1: a mess.
0: Ko tells well,
1: it was only like a five minute mess.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, anyway, Ko's been waiting for years for his ne- for his intercontinental championship tri- title shot. And Big E says, "Not that's not really true because you jumped the line." And then he calls him what you never want to be called in life, and it's been true since kindergarten: a line jumper.
1: Habitual line
0: Habitual jumper. Habitual line jumper. Man, I, t- I the guy, the kid next to me in the third grade called the kid that jumped in line that nobody spoke to that guy the rest of the, the rest of the year.
1: Well, of course, you know why? you've been shunned.
0: He's a habitual line jumper.
1: You know who you are? You know who that kid becomes? That big kid becomes the guy who, when you're going down like the interstate and it's a two lane and there's obviously work ahead and <laughs> cut down to one lane, everybody gets in the line to wait their turn. Yes. That one jackass who drives down the left lane for right down to the end and expects somebody to let him in at the
0: right. Right, and then he no. thinks. Then he thinks it's odd that everybody's giving him the stone cold salute when he tries to get in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What?
1: What?
0: No. 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 Matter of fact,
1: there's a special place for people like that.
0: Right behind me, and there's a there's a bigger likelihood of me hitting this car in front of me, this this Range Rover in front of me in the bumper, than you getting in front of me right now. Yes.
1: I will test my insurance, my
0: friend. <laughs> but what's not going to happen is me waste 10 seconds with you right now. That is oh. not happening. Okay, moving along. Adam Pierce confirms with Daniel Bryan that he is in. Okay, well, one thing I kind of glossed over there is that Sonia had told. Uh, Adam is being told he needs to go get Roman to wrestle. Cesaro And Daniel comes up to confirm That this needs to happen And Adam kind of confirms That I'm not really Roman's boss You know I, I'm the one in the um, suit But I gotta go ask Roman If this is okay And so he says You know I'll try And Daniel kind of goes He says Do more than try You know what I mean
1: uh, and Everybody gets to talk down To Adam Pearson They're like They wonder why he's ineffectual
0: Correct, like, correct. None of
1: y'all respect the guy
0: right it's almost like the whole company is playing into Sonya Deville's hands
1: I won't gosh yes best booking fantasy booking ever is Sonya Deville takes over all of WWE
0: dude yeah not just Smackdown not just Raw she beats Stephanie somehow and takes over the whole company
1: yes (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) <laughs> yes okay
1: man replaced with a robot
0: oh uh, there are jokes there but in the interest of time i will go Let's to talk. the ic match apollo versus ko and with with what was he admiral what, what is that what's azir's commander name aziz. commander aziz and this was awesome dude this was great match, dude. When Kevin Owens is just brutalizing Apollo early, and then Sammy comes out and gets on commentary, and Sammy's great on commentary, and him and Pat are smooching it, uh, smooging it up, and Michael Cole's golly gee whizin', you guys are awful over there, and Aziz is in front of him looking intimidating, and and the match is crazy. That, dude. And then when Apollo flips the script, he kind of goes uh, Kurt Angle on on a, on a man the size of kevin owens and they talk up how i think mcafee was the one talking up how that apollo if you haven't seen him before is this next generation athlete that that the world is not accustomed to you know and pumping him up even more yes yes and then of course aziz gets the distraction after kevin owens begins to pull things his way and apollo wins cleanly and then and then we have azir uh,
1: Wait a second. Let me see if I remember this right. Mm-hmm. What did he win with?
0: A clean, a clean roll up.
1: Did he win with a roll up? I'm not even joking this time. I cannot remember what that finish was.
0: You are correct, sir. Roll up win. What did you What did you think you say uh, about the commander's uniform he's wearing?
1: Oh man, I was just thinking. You know, the top screams military and the bottom screams love boat. I mean <laughs> he's very intimidating and I like the fact that he comes out in military uniform. I, the top looks cool I just think the bottom needs to be a little different <laughs> but the dude is
0: awesome. And he gives him the what do they call that thing? The Nigerian nail. Nigerian nail. Which is a which is
1: the old Samoan spike Yes, it's made famous by Umak yeah. one of my favorites of all time I don't care what anybody says
0: Uh, me too me does he need to wrap his thumb
1: i think his thumbs wrapped.
0: i think it was last week
1: i don't know if it was this week okay yeah if you were actually going to job somebody with your thumb like that at high speed you'd probably want to wrap your thumb (laughs) right something right i don't know if i'd ever want to do that sounds like a great way to break my thumb
0: (laughs) right right now um the, the ending of this after that, as Kevin Owens is laid out cold in the middle of the ring and Apollo is helped out of the building by...
1: Well, yeah, Kevin Owens hit the stunner right after he ate the roll-up and then Aziz hit the
0: nail on it. Right, because of the roll-up, in some ways the roll-up works here, right? Because of the roll-up, Kevin is still has enough juice because he wasn't hurt yeah. as badly as he was uh, shocked. Uh, he still has enough juice to stand up and give him a stunner to kind of get his give Apollo his comeuppance for the shenanigans and Azir, Aziz takes him out with the with the thing with the Nigerian nail Sammy does a dance party afterwards oh, that was- and not even Michaela could like Michaela's you know she's literally in character supposed to no sell Sammy being whatever he is right and she couldn't do it she could not do it because the dude is hilarious. He is the Tim Conway
1: of WWE. Absolutely. You don't know, go look up Tim Conway, and Carol Burnett show.
0: Dorf. Dorf plays <laughs> golf.
1: Yeah, or or uh, Vent on the original Mama's
0: Family. Yes, yes. Um. Anyway, I loved it.
1: Oh, beautiful.
0: Now. Apollo wants Shout to. Shout
1: out to Becky Litch wearing his, uh, the Sami Zayn, the, the charity shirt that he put out, the, the dance party. Yeah. Shirt.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. He's
1: a good dude. He's such an awesome person in, like, real life.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, there's a blind boy, uh, there's a blind boy podcast out there that's kind of older now that Sammy guests on. And it is amazing to, because I don't think Blind Blind Boy knew him a little bit, but didn't expect the depth of the conversation and how they how it wound up being this huge discussion on um, pros and cons of you know you're in the w, WWE because you know Sammy's politics go against Vince's right mm-hmm. all all the way down the line and, and no matter where you are in politics you know Sammy well enough to know that that causes turmoil within him you know because oh, yeah. because he and, and they wind up breaking that down to the point where you know everybody talks about how god awful all these things are and then you know you pick up your cell phone and it's put together by pieces of you know there's a there's a part in your, a chip in your cell phone that's made that gets they traced it all the way back to I I, I want to say basically slave labor
1: yeah oh yeah
0: and and um they were like yet yeah, all of these people who are out there trying to do all these wonderful things are utilizing their cell phone to do it. And so, so wearing
1: their Nike shoes and, you know,
0: yeah. And it's, it's so very hard to like in, in a modern society, where do you draw these lines and, and how do you figure out where to be? And rather than saying, uh, rather than saying uh, absolutes or they did allow for the fact that these decisions have to be made individually. And it's a nuanced thing. Like, you know, Sammy's like, I, I, I reached 2 million people when I put out a tweet, you know, I couldn't do that if I didn't work for Vince. Mhm you know what I mean and, and you know that kind There's of thing. the real world in the in, in the in the world you know and in the world you kind of hope to create someday right but but you sometimes you have to and, and some people don't have to and that's okay too you know what I mean and I think they allowed for that as well it's just a fascinating conversation that they had there and if you have i highly find it on wherever you find your podcast it's there uh blind boy is an interesting cat and uh obviously Sammy is as well. Apollo's talking that smack backstage, and it works pretty well, and I thought he was doing great. Uh, Aziz was in the office cleaning these these spear scepter thing he's got and mm-hmm. uh, that Apollo has, and Big E jumps him, and they get broken up, and Aziz winds up. Uh, it looks like we're going to get some form of a match between those two prior to Apollo, which I'm all for that, too. Yeah, I'm all for that. Can't have Aziz lose, though. See that's the problem, right? Is he's going to be a killer, so lose.
1: and you may and, ha- and Big E can't lose either, so it's going to have I can almost guarantee shenanigans.
0: Well, that's okay too, though, because the shenanigans are going to come from Apollo. Yeah, which is going to allow for the kid us where we're where we're wanting to go at either SummerSlam or Backlash, right? I would mm-hmm. if, if I'm fantasy booking this thing, Big E wins at Backlash, and they wind up this goes for a whole nother month. Mm-hmm. You and I, I know that's crazy because they've been fighting each other a long time, but I, I just I'm enjoying the program. And you, you're not going to go with Biggie versus Roman at SummerSlam. It looks like that's probably going to wind up being Cesaro. Uh-huh. And, and so why not push this push this off? Let be. It's not like the wins and losses have hurt either's ability to look strong. They're two huge, strong people. And one, you know, the old thing where, uh, Lennox Lewis said one time in an interview, they said, would you, you know, he lost to a guy and they said, would you admit after he beat the dude, would you admit that you didn't train for him? And he was like, well, man, that guy's too, that guy's two forty-five. You know, I'm, I, I'm two You know, we hit each other clean. We go out. That's, I'm not gonna take oh, away Lord, that dude's man. credit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. he, he hit me right in the cheekbone clean. I went down. You know, that's 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 life. That happens, you know? Okay. Alster Black, what did you think here? Alistair Black has a new vision. He is uh Dark Daddy? Dark Father. Dark Daddy dark, father. dark Daddy might be a movie. I don't know. Yes. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> okay. And anyway, so um we wind up. With with I thought the promo with the cartoon part of the promo was great. The yes. the talking points were a little uh, vague for, mm-hmm. for something that seems so thought out. I would have thought he would have been a little more specific in what he was trying to say. Uh, but it is kind of hard when you're talking about becoming a mystical dragon due to the anger of a funeral or something. So I, I get it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But I thought it was good, and I, I'm excited that we're that we've got him back.
1: I'm. I'm so. I was. You know. I was kind of surprised, almost, when they had the big releases. I didn't see his name in there, but I'm hopeful that since he's on SmackDown, Paul Heyman might be able to help keep him. You know, because everybody. You know, Paul Heyman's high on him, always has been. You know, so I'm hopeful that maybe he has a chance to work right over there and really shine. So yeah, it could be interesting. Dolphin Rude Hitting some weird weird tweener. Not even or even heel versus heel thing with Seth Rollins would be neat.
0: We've been waiting on a Seth Rollins Alistair Black. Colt. For some a year now,
1: kind of a thing.
0: Yeah, you know. Now we got Dolph backstage with Michaela and the other tag team profits roll up, and Bailey comes out and tries to. uh Make some sense of all of this. The two tag teams kind of walk off annoyed. Bailey winds up um, running down Bianca, and of course our, ba- our boy Montez calls Bianca and, and lets her know that Bailey's got her uh, puts 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 Baby. Bianca on speaker, lets her mm. know that uh, Bailey's got her got her name in her mouth pretty good right there. And uh, Bianca says, "I'll be right there." And and Bailey kind of changes her tune. Once that all occurs, what did you think about this? I thought it was good. I thought
1: it was good. It was a good promo.
0: Correct, everybody, of course.
1: Everybody did the job.
0: Now, I'm interested here because I thought Mysterios versus Alpha Academy was really good.
1: I did, too.
0: Mysterios went over. Were you okay with that?
1: I wasn't my preferred ending, no, but I don't mind. Ray is
0: God, he's so good. He is good. good. Now, what did you think about... His 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 uh his seeds performance
1: uh alleged seed Kevin <laughs> that kid is a foot taller than you can, him you can and his mother
0: you so you can see the Eddie Guerrero in that guy I, when he performs I do I know I, I know. see it in
1: his face I see it in his you know but uh no he's I, he did a good job he wasn't terrible he was in there with some great guys who took care of him but he's uh
0: I think it's cool he's getting to work with his dad I really I know he's living his dream right now mm mm-hmm. you know dude what about this if if otis was wrestling in like the 80s he'd be like multiple time tag team champ and um at least an intercontinental champ you know or, or if he was oh, like into, or if he was in like uh one of the one of the territories not not like in New York he be he he'd have him a world championship somewhere in there you know he, oh, he, yeah. he he just now that he's a heel you can see the 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 potentials of what he can do as a as a big strong ex wrestler
1: bigelow esque
0: right you know, he I looks...
1: Hearing, I keep hearing Vader. It's because he looks like Vader. He, he, He's not. He's more Bam Bam Bigelow than Vader.
0: Bam Bam was Bam an Bam athlete, was, dude.
1: Yeah.
0: Dude, Bam Bam went out there and had a freaking banger with Lawrence Taylor. And I may have overrated the, the match by saying banger, but he had a good match with Lawrence Taylor. And Taylor...
1: And I guarantee you something. What? You know, Taylor was high on crack.
0: I think Taylor preferred the classic form of that, but uh, that's not what he said. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, but, uh... right. Oh, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, he's had issues. Just, I think he's been in trouble with both. But as an that, that night, he was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was doing. He was. He was doing. Um, uh, he was doing well. But as an athlete, Lawrence Taylor was an incredible athlete. You know, greatest well, – lot li-
1: Crack's not a performance change in drug. And he be the greatest defensive player in NFL history, probably. Could, could be
0: the greatest football player ever. And Dude. and he – I mean, he totally redefined not only the way the game is played, but the pay scale. Of the mm-hmm. way he, you know, like, once he played – there wasn't really a, a Lawrence Taylor position. There wasn't a defensive end, linebacker, hybrid. He mm-hmm. came into the league and somebody found a, a Wilbur Marshall later on. And then everybody tried to find that guy. And then next thing you know, that was a position they were actually, you know, uh, you were training people to try to become that. And, and your DeMarcus Lawrences and guys like that wind up being the evolution of that player, right? Um, mm-hmm. The I can get off. I remember Joe Gibbs looked at, after Steve Spurrier left. I'm really going off thing here. But after Spurrier leaves Washington, he didn't have tight ends or fullbacks really because that wasn't his offense. Joe Gibbs yeah. looked around when he took the job back. He said, "What's going on here?" And they were like, "Well, he got." He said, "He said, look, Lawrence taught, Taylor taught me one thing. I have to have tight ends and fullbacks because yeah. somebody's got to hit that guy on the end to help my. You know, the highest paid player on the team is quarterback. Second highest paid player is the the guy who protects him. Third yeah. highest paid player is the guy who tries to knock him out of the game. Uh
1: huh. And, and you better have somebody good. And you better have somebody good in that position to protect him."
0: Right, because LT is created the fact that the third-highest player on the team would wind up being the defensive end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wasn't really a yeah. defensive end. He was a linebacker lining up over there, and just you couldn't block him. But um, I apologize. But my point to all that was he, Bam, got, yeah. he, he only had a couple of moves. He could run and tackle, and he could pick up and slam. And Bam Bam made a whole yep. match out of that. And, you know – I mean, Sean probably would tell you that maybe he should have main invented that. But, you know, I'll digress. <laughs> I'll digress. <laughs> okay. Then we wind up with the end of the show. The thread of the show was Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, and Roman. They come out. They give the Mysterios a, a kind of a nod of approval. Daniel Bryan's running Roman down. Roman walks out. And this was as good as any of the promos Roman has given. My lord, he says, Oh, oh. he was powerful. Oh, with that, with never raising his voice. It was so powerful. And he says, You know, Cesaro, the answer is just no. You're never going to be that guy. The answer is never going to be yes. And then he tells Daniel Bryan, you, You know, you're the one I'm going to wrestle. The cha- I think he says in there, the champ makes the matchup. Yeah, the champ yeah. chooses the challenger. And so he says, that's you, Daniel. And, and he says, and Cesaro, Daniel's almost like, you know, I want you to have your opportunity. It's not about me. And Cesaro's like, no, you have to take the chance. You have to take the chance. And that's when Daniel's about to say something, and Roman lets him know the trick. If you accept... If I beat... And then he kind of does a little head nod and a smirk. Because losing's not an option. Uh-huh. When I beat you. And the head nod and the smirk was just the little details that make him better than everybody else right now, right? Yeah. When I beat you, I don't ever want to see you again. I don't want you on my show. I don't want you running around here talking. Nothing. You're gone. And Daniel accepts... And I thought it was so good. Here's the great thing, too, right? You have this 40-minute opening segment that tells these tales and sets up something that will happen down the road with Seth and and Roman. Cesaro and Seth is still an option. Uh, Roman and Cesaro at Backlash is still an option because next week you're getting this Daniel Bryan main event. Daniel probably is going at least going off of somebody was fantasy booking him moving to NXT which would just be oh, you kidding me if he moved to NXT oh my god just for you know give me six matches and then let him do whatever he wants after that right Um, but anyway all those things are still in play but you didn't do your main event as the wrestling match your main event was this right? So it was just a unique format for a wrestling show, and also the stories were told well. You pushed all the envelopes correctly, and Roman, with maybe 12 sentences in two segments, maybe 13, owned everything on the show,
1: ties it all in a nice little bow for you, right? Perfect. And yet, wraps it up.
0: And if Daniel loses, he spent this entire episode pushing the legitimacy of Cesaro, which is what Seth has been doing by being uh, the the bad guy in in Mm -hmm. his way, right? And then Daniel just went in there and put a highlighter over the top of that. And we all know Cesaro deserves it, but this is how you create the Kofi Mania, Daniel Bryan, underdog mania style character. Uh-huh. You take these evil, evil people and you put them against them, and then you take this ultimate good guy and you have him root for him. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just I just blown up by how great this show can be. I mean it to me, right now, Roman, dude, correct me if I'm wrong. To me right now, Roman is not just one of the best characters in pro wrestling in entertainment across the scope right now he's one of my favorite characters
1: it's not a bad no i have no problem with that
0: you, no know, what I, with you know what i mean like there's not a television show i turn on and go yeah i like that guy better than roman. no dude roman is killing it right now you know love it okay so you liked it you had a good week oh great week all right check out the Gen project d g-i-n-n project.com thank you to those guys this has been a Go Home Heat production copyright 2021 from my man Justin from me go home go home